Hello and welcome to the Virgin River Visitor Center. I'm Caroline Dill. And I'm Liz Mitchell. And we are your guides to this charming, small, yet fictional town of Netflix's Virgin River. At the Virgin River Visitor Center, we will help you learn everything you need to know. Whether you want to know where to go for a late night bite, Jack's Bar, or who is new in town and already stirring up drama, the new nurse Mel, or you just want to know the local gossip. So pack your bags and your practical footwear. We're going to Virgin River. I accidentally washed my uh, little earbuds in the washer today. Oh, no. So I was, I was going to use those during our recording, but I washed them and now they don't work. Oh, uh, no. The ones that were your Christmas present? Yeah. So I know <laughs> what I'm asking for for Christmas again this year. Please buy me the same headphones that yeah. you bought me last year. This time I'll make sure I don't wash them. Yeah. So PSA, everyone um, who has AirPods or any other wireless Bluetooth headphones, always, always, always check your pockets oh before gosh. washing. Did you leave them in like a pants pocket or something? The, I washed the case even. How did you do that? They were in a jacket pocket. Oh, my gosh. So I just needed to share that bit of sad news. That's so terrible for you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the worst day ever. It really is. So let's get into this episode to really cherry on top a bad thing that happened with another episode where a bad thing, thing happens. happens. Yeah. All yeah. right, Liz, what episode are we on? This is episode eight. Oh my gosh, how we made it. Episode eight. We're Life. to the end. And death. Yes. Um... I saw no signs of life in this episode. Honestly, no. I only saw haggard-looking people. And sad things. And death. I yeah. did maybe. 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 Maybe we saw death. Oh, yeah. We definitely saw death. Yeah, we saw death. But what if we pretend it didn't <laughs> happen? Uh, sadly, that's not how life works. Seven stages of grief. The six. I think there's seven. And the last one is on your podcast. Just don't, Don't talk about death. it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm before, sure my therapist oh. would have a field day with that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Send him this snippet of the podcast. Be like, I'm doing great. Yes. Did we talk about this last time? Yes. Am I still not doing great? Maybe. Yeah, it's debatable. Exactly. But that's what therapy is for. Yes, we love therapy. And Very speaking pro therapy in this house. Of therapy, why don't you therapize <laughs> the episode summary for us? Ooh. I'm actually going to cheat this time. Oh, okay. And I'm using Netflix's uh, description of the episode because it's actually really good. Mm, okay. For once, usually it's like four words. Mm, yeah. Uh, and I liked theirs and I felt really lazy. Okay. And didn't Go ahead. So, Virgin River, season three, episode five, Life and Death. Heartbroken, Mel heads to L.A. to support, support, my brain I thought that you said that you were going to be really fast at this since you didn't write it. (laughs) My brain just stopped. Okay, let's try this again. Heartbroken, Mel heads to L.A. to support Joey at her divorce hearing. More of Jack's memories return. Lily asks her friends to care for her children. 
I guess that's good. Netflix, nice job. Yeah, that's about what I would have written. Yeah. All right. So who should we? All right. The the main plots of this episode we have Jack and Jack's people plots. Mm-hmm. We have the Mel plot. We have a Doc plot. We have a Lizzie plot and the Lily plot. That sounds really funny. The Lily plot. The Lily plot. I'd watch that show. Sounds like a like new like bistro kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, where are you gonna? Where should we go to lunch? The Lily plot sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what? Uh, what of those? What do you feel like getting over with first? Uh, should we do the Lizzie one because it's easy and kind of dumb? Or should we get the hardest out of the way? Or no, Ooh. we should save that. We should save it. No, let's... we can do that one first. No, let's save it because we build suspense. Yeah. Um, so anyways, Lizzie shows up to the bar. Wait, time out. Was there? Oh, we should talk about the cliffhanger before anything. Oh, yeah. So last episode ended with Mel or no, Jack basically being like, Mel, I can't do this and ending it with her Ugh. because he doesn't want two families and Mel not kicks listening. him out. And so this episode opens with Jack sleeping at his own restaurant and having a nightmare flashback dream yes Ugh. yeah about the night that he was shot yes so was the cliffhanger resolved Mm, not really Uh, i know no it wasn't it was more just like i don't know should is that the plot line that we should talk about first yeah let's just do it go ahead and get into it um, yeah, basically, ever since Jack saw Brady wearing that hoodie, he's now convinced that he knows everything that happened during the night of his shooting, and he's like, Brady did it. I know it. Um, and everyone's like, are you actually sure, though? Yeah, and Bree, um, now Jack knows that they were having a canoodle ship. Canoodle ship? Yeah, they were just canoodling. There was canoodling. And... Bree is like, do you really think that Brady did it? And Jack's like, I am certain. He's not a good guy. And she's like, well, how do you know that? And he's like, well, he worked for a drug dealer. Case closed. Yeah. And Bree's like, I mean, yeah, okay, sure, fine, but, whatever. But she's then her lawyer side really kicks in. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, also, then Bree is like, hey, when Lip... Lem. <laughs> Lem. Mel backwards. <laughs> Lem. Lem when, and Jack forever. When Mel returns, I think I'll make dinner for everyone. And Jack's like, ooh. Mm-mm. Mm. No, no. Can't hard pass on that one. We, uh, I, uh, broke up with her. Bree's mad. Oh, yeah. She calls him out yes, she on his does. BS, though. And I, I, she said, and I quote, uh, he's like, I'm just not a very emotional guy, blah, blah, blah. And I don't want two families. I need to be practical. And Bree tells Jack that he's very closed off and relationships are built on emotion. If you go through life closed off, then you're not really living at all. And do you really want to be like dad? Ooh. Ooh. She calls him 
out. Yeah. A lot of people are honestly calling Jack out in this episode because he's being stupid. Yeah, he really is. Um, And then Jack goes to the, I almost said doctor's office, the Mm -hmm. police station to share his newfangled theory with Mike. Right. And Mike's like, well, we did need more to get a search warrant so this could work. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think that potential memory flashbacks count, but. But maybe, maybe they do. But also, can we just take a moment? Yes, we can. To talk about how Jack is sitting in this chair at the oh police station. Oh my gosh! I, yes, I wrote that down. So uncomfortable. Who sits like that He's with the chair turned around? He's sitting like the cool guy. He's doing the cool guy sit on a chair where you sit backwards. Where he's sitting with his chest touching the back of the chair. Yeah, it's what all and straddling it men in tv shows and other media do to make it look like they're cool, cool and or like, like a bad boy chill chill yeah. to the max and it, ugh, why i don't know at the police station why you're with yeah. your friend jack who are you trying to impress well did it work i don't know because now mike wants to ask brie out yeah which i mean those vibes were kind of vibing at the uh true whatever thing it was was it the lumberjack games yeah where they were hanging out i think so or was it after i don't know whatever it was but we learned that mike and his partner girlfriend whoever fiance fiance ended it because of the long distance blah 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 i don't care enough i do care about this quote when mike says that his fiance never looked at me the way mel looks at you you. stop also like a little weird to call that out but like but Jack was sad then. Yeah. Also, he doesn't answer Mike's question. Nope. Did we see that? He totally ignored it. Yep. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, what else happens to Jack? Um. Oh, yeah. He talks to Preacher about the barbecue. Because <laughs> uh, Preacher did this Texas-style barbecue. Oh, you can eat barbecue buffet. Yeah, whatever thing. I mean, good idea, Preacher. Clearly, weird, it was but... successful because they talk about how lucrative it was mm-hmm. yeah i mean yeah. and jack then wants to discuss the partnership Ooh. Mm-hmm. and preacher is just like oh you like you actually want to do this this Preacher's is real being weird he's being very odd about it and jack like kind of like outlines it a little bit and is like you know overall you could have some months where you make a little less than you do now but Overall, though, you'll make more money. So, like, consider this an official offer. And Preacher's like, wow, I didn't think he would ever do that. Ugh. But, like, I need to think about it. Preacher also, when Jack's talking, he's like, I'm sorry, I just didn't see it from your point of view at first. And Preacher's like, yeah, you do that a lot. Ooh, he's not wrong, though. No, Jack's only ever thinking about himself and what would be best for his interests. And what he thinks other other people people are thinking because he has a God complex. Say it with me again, everyone. Savior complex. Yes. That is what Jack has. Mm Mm-hmm. Because of that, he can't see things from other people's perspectives. Nope. And he's shocked when Preacher says that to him. He's like, what do you mean? I know. So we'll see if Preacher ends up taking the job or not, or whatever he's going to do with that. Hmm. Yeah, who knows? I don't. I never know what Preacher's going to do. We think he's going to zip, and then he's going to zag. And then he hides a body. I meant, I meant zig, not zip. 
<laughs> That's true. He did hide a body, and we still don't know where that body is. Right? Or, like, they what's just, like, come completely, of it. They just, like, completely, like, have stopped that plot line in this season. Did they forget about it? I think so. I think mm. they want us to forget about it, too. I'll never forget. Never forget you, Wes. You were bad, but you didn't deserve to be buried in an unmarked grave. Woo. Um, we'll come back to Jack because at our romantic moment, we'll mm-hmm. come back to this. But anyways, let's, speaking of Preacher, we'll check in on Lizzie, who was asked by Connie to go help work this Texas barbecue thing because Ricky is quote out of town with a friend Ooh. and he's gonna give her a hundred bucks to put her in front of a smoker for some hours right like why of all the jobs that you could have given her during this why that i don't think that was a good idea no she's a like inexperienced with smokers right and b that's like mean yeah also like smoking is hard yeah i will say there was supposed to be brisket in there i only saw cornbread where was the brisket honestly and then even when jack was like talking to him in the kitchen afterwards he was chopping a sausage yeah where was the brisket that's all we want to know hashtag where's the brisket where is it thank you for bringing that up and we're now aware everyone is aware of the brisket being brisk misked missing i don't i was going somewhere (laughs) that was bad so bad cut that part out cut that part out yeah then we see we learn that ricky is actually taking the marines exam i think it's the asfab or that's what it's called for the air force i'm assuming it's about the same thing for the marines basically it's like your like aptitude test this they make it seem way more serious in the scene than it actually is yeah i didn't write it down because i forgot but the guy running the exam proctoring whatever was like the most elite military organization in the world that's pretty pretty standard for the marines yeah it was just really like i'm like well if you're that elite why is it not on a computer why are they doing pencil paper tests that's the other thing is the actual like the asfab is online now yeah every you take everything online yeah, and literally it's just... not online, but just on a computer. Yeah, so like when you do, the, like I said, the ASFAB, which is for the Air Force. I don't know if anybody else uses it. It literally is basically math, science, and, you know, some other things. And it just places you into a category where they think that you would succeed the most in the military. Yeah. Like, what job do you qualify for based on your score? Yeah, I think they'll take anyone as long as they can do the push-ups. Probably. That's just like a secondary tier part yeah that's why i saw that and i was like they're making this seem way more intense than it usually is and yeah also, who's you gonna just grade to... those scantrons right and also usually you just like go to like the recruiting center and do that yeah it was a weird thing uh whatever so we know where ricky's going uh and then ricky comes over to lizzie's house where connie actually let him in fun fact which is weird i was shocked and she's drying her hair and she's like, where were you? And he says that he was with his grandmother in Clear River. Ugh. Ricky. 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 Oh, and she's Ricky. mad. She is so mad. And because she had to wash her hair three times. To get rid of the smell of smoke and brisket. Yeah, and he's like, you were working there? And you can tell that he's like, uh-oh. Yeah. 
and she's like so which of one of us are you lying to hmm and tells him to leave go girl we love it i meant you go girl to lizzie not go girl by ricky but (laughs) both work go girl get out and go girl (laughs) (laughs) yeah so ricky's being a little sneaky sneaky but i know so we're going to have to keep our eyeballs out and paste them on ricky for what's going on there i know i wonder if they'll work it out but if not i can see both mainly lizzie's side uh because he's being evasive right he's being a little sketch yeah if you really care for someone you have to be honest and mm-hmm. quoting brie it's all about emotion mm-hmm. he's not thinking with his emotions he's thinking with his boy brain boy brain of wanting to be a marine a marine because he wants to be like jack no one should be like jack honestly like he's great at his moments but those good moments do not outweigh the bad moments i was gonna say look at all of him and his marine friends and all the issues oh my gosh literally just three of them that live in this town yeah let's get into that really quickly so mike did you forget his name? Yeah. Oh, anyway, so Brady and Bree talk after the whole thing to kind of like figure out what the heck is going on. Uh, and Brady's like, I didn't shoot Jack. I didn't even know about the fentanyl until later. I made a bad choice. I didn't shoot Jack, but I did go and see him that night at the bar. And Mike wouldn't have believed me because I have a record and I was drinking a lot. And one time I was in a bar fight and then I had a gun and oopsie daisy. Yikes. I had to spend a year in, a year in jail. A, you, a, a year. <laughs> a wheel in Yale. Ooh. Yeah. And so I'm glad he finally shared to Brie. Right. But he should have been up front. Right. And she's basically like, well, I think that you think that's true. But... I've seen this before being a lawyer, you know, and I don't believe you. She's choosing family over a hot body mm-hmm. and I can respect that. I can, but I, oh, it'd be so hard to watch him walk away. Right. But at the same time, if you think that he shot your brother. Well, yeah, obviously. But as the me, as the watcher of the show, mm-hmm. I want to see more Brady abs. True. That booty. Mm. Nice and toit. <laughs> Very. Yeah, so then, okay, help me here. Was Brady drunk when he came to Jack's later that night? I literally wrote it in my, where is it? I wrote it in my notes because I put it in all caps. Brady is hammered and comes into Jack's and talks with Mike. That is what I thought. Oh, yeah, this man is not sober. No. He leans against the wall. (laughs) Yeah. He goes to Jack's. Was it originally to talk to Mike? Probably not. But Mike was there. And he's like, oh, Brady. And Brady's like, oh, yeah, I'm the bad guy and you're the hero. And he implies that Mike did something very bad and, quote, criminal in Iraq. And he also has blood on his hands like everyone else. And then Mike punches him, smacks him across the face. And they get into it. Huge fight in Jack's. Yep. And then Jack walks out and is like, what the heck? And kicks Brady out. 
yeah and then mike's like playing it cool classic brady Ugh, nothing is ever his fault mm. what yeah what hmm sus so sus jackie probably should have kicked both of them out because it takes two people to get into a fist fight yeah it takes two to tango <laughs> yes Ugh. so there's that so there that is that happened. so now we got to know what's going on with mike i know um yeah um what about who's next let's i guess we'll talk about mel Mm-hmm. yeah as we know mel went to law to law she went to law hello law law yeah she's in la for her sister because she had her divorce proceedings divorce proceedings and poor joey it did not go the way she wanted it i'm very intrigued by what happened yeah they really did not share any details maybe because they couldn't think of anything maybe but, other than it sounds like she kind of got screwed yeah so i think what's going to happen or the biggest thing that will happen is joey's going to lose the house because we learned joey doesn't actually have a job I right? thought she had a job. Me too. That's the vibes I was getting. Yeah, she see like why would she be wearing all those professional clothes all the time if she didn't have a job? Maybe she's like one of those like women who's like their kids go off to like school or whatever, but because they're like pretty well off, they like do lunch and like True. Volunteer work and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it sounds like she basically gave up her career mm-hmm. to raise her children, which respect, you know. Yeah. I mean she was saving her husband money that way. Exactly. And now he's throwing that back at her. Which is rude. And Joey's But also, if that's the case, then he should he would be paying her money for like alimony and stuff. And I like, don't child know. Support. Maybe she can find a better house. She's Maybe. just really upset about the house of all things. Maybe the house is a metaphor. Probably. And and like she put it, that's like the house that her kids grew up in. It's the only one they've ever known. Like their kids her kids grew up in cages. So it's not like these kids are really going to miss out on their house. I guess not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that, so they're talking, and Mel's like, no, you were doing a great job raising your kids. You're great. But then she breaks down and starts crying. Because she makes it about herself again. About it every time. Every time. This time I can kind of forgive her a little bit about for it. Yeah, because it's like, fresh. It did just happen like 12 hours before. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about relationships ending, so at least it kind of makes sense there. But Mel, your sister just got divorced. Yeah. Let her have her moment of being sad. I know. Before you make it about you. Yeah. And then Joey, she's like, I just really wanted a baby and Jack couldn't, whatever. And Joey's like, or she's like, you can do it on your own and mel's like i could never just like uh you've got some frozen embryos you could cook up let's go yes and they have like mark's dna in them or whatever oh yeah that's how embryos i know it's just funny yeah i mean it would be her and mark's baby yeah um but mel saying that she can't raise a baby on her own is shaming single mothers or women who choose to do that right like i can't like you can yeah you can look at all the women who are out there crushing it every single day mel yeah you don't need a man you are too strong and independent for that yeah even doc says that later in the episode that she's very strong-willed and independent exactly so you can do this yeah and um so then 
we have the longest LA California montage scene. They loved a montage in this episode. It was Did you just notice? like a scenery montage. It was like 20 seconds of scenery. They need you to know that this was LA. I know. And that LA is by the ocean. Yeah. So Mel calls her fertility doctor. And then she even shows up at the fertility doctor. We don't know what she's doing there. No idea. Nope. But in the process, she has a Mark flashback. Yes. Haven't seen one of those in a while. I know. We've missed you, Mark. Yeah. Ghost Mark. Ghost Mark. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and she's like trying to paint her toes and she's stupid pregnant at this point. All of her flashbacks this season have been pregnant, Mel. Yeah. Like and dumb pregnant. Like mm-hmm. basketball under the shirt pregnant. That is essentially what it looks like. You would think that a Netflix production would have better costuming for a fake pregnant belly. But no. But no, that looks so bad. This was during COVID, though, so maybe they didn't have all their resources. I mean, maybe, but, like, it's not that hard to find a decent looking... They even have, like, the little silicone ones. You don't need... True. It looked like it was just the fabric stuffed under her shirt. True. Unrelated. Carry on. Yeah. But, so she's trying to paint her toes, and she, like, can't reach because her belly is too big. And Mark's like, why aren't you going to the salon to get that done? And she's like, my feet are too sensitive right now. I can't have anybody else touching them. Which I guess kind of makes sense. And he's like, give that to me and I'll paint your toes for you. And he paints her little toesies. Mm-hmm. That was a very sweet you. moment. So yeah, well, and he does we, not know what he's doing. No, we have to wonder and speculate. Did Mel go through with it? I mean, I, I know that logically like in a normal setting you cannot go and have them implant it implant it right at that moment but this is tv so and this is netflix tv yeah so it could have happened so mel could now be impregnated with her dead husband's baby awkward and she's also talking about maybe moving back to la yeah to help out joey and to like you know Mm -hmm. be with family and stuff which it sounds like joey also needs some joey should help. move to virgin river perfect that she would i'll make a scene yeah. she could find herself a hot man she would be the young muriel oh <gasps> i'd watch that spin off yes Ooh. joey and muriel take on vr Mm-hmm. Ooh. yes i'm here for it you know what speaking of muriel because we've exhausted the mel storyline up to this point muriel and doc are having breakfast together it was, so cute. it was so cute because doc made her eggs that's like well the only thing he knows how to make and then and she looks at them and goes these look so good they do not look that good no they looked very fake they look yeah and they look like dry yeah whatever. not good scrambled eggs muriel uh and then he steps away and that's when hope facetimes doc her daily facetime check-in and <laughs> This was my favorite moment of the episode. Really? This was my favorite or fun favorite slash funniest part is when Hope's like, oh, I meant to call Doc. I guess I dialed the wrong number. <laughs> Muriel's like, no, he's just in the kitchen. One minute. Yeah. And she's like, oh, but everyone's fine, especially Lily. And, and Hope's like, what? Hope has no idea what the heck a do is going on with Lily because yeah. it's only right that Lily be the one to tell her in mm-hmm. person because that's what she wants. So Hope's been in the dark. Yeah, so Hope has no idea. And it's sad. It is sad. And Doc's like, oh, we'll, we'll talk later. Yeah, I'll tell you about Lily later and hangs up. Yikes. 
awkward i know um and then i want to stay on the muriel storyline this bear with me this you'll get it, it, it makes sense it makes sense here in a minute mm-hmm. all right so we cut to charmaine and charmaine and todd are at the grace valley hospital fundraiser mm. did you catch that i did not i yeah. just knew it was a fundraiser type event with todd yes yeah, so it's they're at a hospital fundraiser and todd is schmoozing away charmaine is still not pregnant a little bit tiny okay she had a tiny baby bump Yes. But, like, not nearly enough for someone who's pregnant with twins. No. But, like, a little bit. So, you know, there's that. Uh, And that's when Charmaine learns that Todd just decided that they are going to move to Eureka. Because the house there is bigger. And in reality, it'll keep Jack away because it'll make everything more complicated. And if we make it difficult, then eventually he'll back down. And Charmaine's like, I don't think just moving is going to make him stop. Yeah, so, like, very awkward. You can tell Charmaine does not want to move. Right, like, her whole life is in Virgin River River and Clear River. Like, Mm -hmm. her job, her home, like, her family. She's already given up her dog for this man. Oh, poor... I almost called him Theodore. (laughs) What the heck? That's not his name. It's... No, Tucker. Tucker. What happened? I don't know yeah i just i do feel bad for charmaine she doesn't deserve this I don't, todd does not treat her well no and also like why is he so obsessed with jack not being around oh we'll get to that in crime watch don't you worry mm. save your thoughts for the okay. crime watch but so how does this all relate back to muriel yeah um and then we hear hi charmaine and it's muriel and muriel's at the <laughs> Oh, the look on her face just says, I heard everything that just happened. So Muriel now knows what's going down. And Muriel likes Jack, I think. She does. Have they ever interacted? Only like in passing, I think. Yeah, I don't think they've ever had a conversation together. Probably not. I don't know. But yeah, so now we will have to see what happens with Muriel. Is she going to tell Jack? Is she going to confront Charmaine? Is she going to slap someone? I hope so. That would be great. Dreams. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's finish up with the steamy stuff. Ooh, hoo, hoo. All right. So don't worry. I know that we've all missed steamy moments, and this episode delivered. It did. And just when you think that it's not going to be steamy with these two characters, Jack goes to get his checkup with Doc that he has to get since he's been shot. Right. How they remind us that he has been shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Doc's like, how are you and Mel? He's trying. He is. He's trying hard. And Jack's like, we broke up. And Awkward. Doc gives, to quote Jack, the longest he's, speech he's ever said before. Literally. Jack, or Jack. Doc was really in his feels at that moment. Yeah. Doc loves his daughter Mel so, so much. So much. And he was like, well, you know, Mel, she's very self-sufficient and strong-willed, and she's a capable woman. She has a big heart and her tough exterior. She doesn't need someone to protect her. Yeah. And Jack's like, well, I don't know. I just like, and he's like, no, no, no. Mel knows exactly what she is getting into. Yeah, she does. And she's told you Mm -hmm. exactly what she wants. Yeah. And based off of that beautiful doc speech thanks doc keeping it keeping it real right oh he does say 
I don't want you to go through life alone because of a misguided perception of what she wants. Oh. And I wrote, yes, doc, in all caps. Somebody finally called him out. Because mm-hmm. that's what he's doing. Yeah. And based off of this conversation, Jack then goes to a boatless river and reminisces about his time with Mel. And you we get... know what I call it? What did you call this? A Mel memory montage. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's just weird flashbacks of some of their moments together and then it'll cut back to jack standing on the dock and he's just like smiling smiling to himself like so weird (laughs) and then he's thinking about the time that they got it on for the first time and he's like yeah i want her i want that and so he goes to mel's house first of all is there uber in virgin river now i was wondering the same thing i wrote did she get an uber yeah mel shows up she's dropped off by someone yeah, I don't know. Unless she paid a lot of money from the airport. Oh my gosh. I'm going to put it past her. Same. Yeah. And. I mean, it's not like she could have asked Jack to go pick her up from oh, the airport. Good po- he would have done it. Oh, yeah, 100%. But she wasn't going to do that because she is self sufficient. Mm hmm. She is. And she's like, What are you doing here? Ooh. And he's like, I just want to talk. Then he even, like, he follows in her house. Right, and she's like, There's nothing to talk about. And he's like, yes, there is. I underestimated you. I should not have broken things off. I was afraid that you'd be hurt. And then she's like, I don't need protecting. He's like, you're right. I should have had more faith in you. And I let anxiety get the best of me. And as he's saying this, he's like getting closer and closer. Mm -hmm. And then his hands are on her face doing that thing. Oh, yeah, it's it's turning up. The heat is turning up in this house. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I love you. And I will spend the rest of my life fighting for you. And I want another chance. Do you forgive me? He's and literally begging. He's literally like, his hands are in her hair at this point, And she's like, yep. smooch. And they hardcore make out. And they're back together. It's great. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I just realized they have a typo in here from that scene. And they said, I'll never walk away from you again. And what it should say is, I promise you. <laughs> Mine says, I prime you. <gasps> He's going to turn her into a ribs. <laughs> prime rib. Yes, or an optimist prime. <gasps> She's a transformer. Yes. I'll never walk away from you again. I prime you. Ooh, that's hot. Yes. The transformer stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they kiss and it is steamy. He takes her shirt off and then we fade away because we don't know what happens next. But wink, we wink. Do. We know what happens next. Right. It's implied. Okay. Now we'll just have what to see how if, she feels the next day. Yeah. But what if at the fertility doctor, because you know how like when you start trying to like implement, implement, put the babies in your womb <laughs> when they're already made outside science style, you have to start injecting yourself with like estrogen. Mm-hmm. What if she's already got an estrogen shot and she's extra fertile now? Maybe. Does it work that quickly? I don't know. I'm not an IVS scientist. I would also imagine that she's smart enough to use protection even with Jack. But maybe in the moment. Uh, maybe. So like. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm putting that theory out there. Putting it into the universe. Let's see what happens. Yeah, we've manifested things before. I don't know if I really want to manifest this, but I could see it happening. Oh, yeah, 100%. Maybe. Hmm. And OP. 
<sighs> All right. And on we that, move on to that the sad steamy stuff. note, let's do a complete 180 to... What's the opposite of, like, steamy? Dreary. Yeah. On a dreary note. But it starts off okay. The beginning stuff is fine. Oh, I wasn't sure where you were going with that. If when you wanted to keep talking. When Lily and Tara were horseback riding. Yes. Yeehaw. Yee-yee. That's fun. Didn't right, know they, although were... they were just walking the horses at that point. Okay, well, they clearly are actresses that don't know how to ride a horse. And they yeah. weren't going to, like, get a liability form. Right. Um. Okay, we learn that Tara is going to adopt Chloe. We love that. Yeah, so that there goes your theory. Yeah, true. So Mel's not going to adopt Chloe. Hmm. What a bummer. Sad. But it's nice that she'll still be with family. Exactly. Yeah. And Lily tells Tara, she's like, I don't want you to feel like you need to stay in Virgin River. If you want to go somewhere else, you can go somewhere else. That's fine with me. Because Tara feels guilty about not coming back sooner. Because mm-hmm. she left to go to school in San Francisco or San Diego. Francisco. Francisco. Yes. So that was nice of her mom to tell her that. She's like, don't feel guilty after I'm gone. Do what makes you happy. It's your life, too, even though you'll have little baby Chloe with you. Mm-hmm. She'll make a great sister mom. Yeah. That's, like, so weird, though. Like, how do you explain that one when they're older? Because You, you, know, like, you the obvi- tell her her whole life, I'm your sister. I just adopted you so that you didn't go to foster care. Right. Like, that's just, like, weird, though, because you know that that's going to be... Yeah, but it's easier for her to do that. Do yeah. it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Lily's all, every single one of Lily's, except Hope, all of Lily's friends come over. And they have knitting and coffee and, and gossip. gossiping, where we learn Muriel tried to seduce Buck at one point. Not knowing that he was married. And Liddy agrees that Buck was, quote, very sexy uncomfortable ow ow <laughs> yeah but and they just have some great lady time they haven't yes. had to have that in a while and lily gives i'm gonna say a, a final speech yeah uh and she's like i've had a great life note she's already speaking in the past tense mm-hmm. is that past tense kind of i have had which me- i don't you having an english teacher mom is really jumping out right now i'm sorry um she's reminiscing basically she's like my life is great everyone in my life was awesome my kids tara and chloe were great yeah she only brings up two of her five children i know and i don't get it i don't either she she's like i regret leaving clara (laughs) chloe and tara behind Okay, so you regret leaving your other kids behind? Or you, you don't regret leaving them behind? Yeah, you're like, it's fine. I'm cool with out seeing them before I like, go. Maybe unless it's just because those are the ones that she sees, like, every day. And, like, in the case of Chloe, Chloe's not going to remember her. Well, yeah, that is sad. But I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't why know. Why do you not remember your other children? Why do you not acknowledge your other children? At the writers? The writers, I'm did you forget? Do you think they're going to show up? um no because netflix writers forgot that she had more children (laughs) so they're gonna be like mother of tara and chloe end of list no other babies none other none yeah so that that's awkward poor kids i know 
but she asks her friends to make sure that they watch over Tara and Chloe. But what if Tara leaves? Exactly. Which Mm -hmm. I wouldn't blame Tara if she leaves. Right, that probably would be really hard. Yeah, also, you know, she has a life somewhere else, a a career, and, like, if she's going to be raising a child, she needs money. Mm Mm-hmm. She can't do that at a farm that is currently making negative money. Right. And I think even after Lily's death, she's not going to get any money from it if the farm is already failing. Probably not. Oh my gosh. It's going to make me... Yawning. I know. I'm so sorry. It's going to be worth more money to sell. It's going to be worth more money to sell. Yes. All that I do. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help it. That anytime I hear, it's gonna. That's where your brain goes. That was aggressive. It's gonna be May. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, but she does also ask her friends to <laughs> to make sure that they tell Chloe their stories, so that Chloe yeah. knows who she is. They should and write knows a how book. much she loved her. Should write a collective book and then like give it to cute. Chloe. Oh, that'd be so cute. That'd be so cute. They should do that. Maybe they will. Maybe maybe Wait, we're manifesting this. I think they're going to knit um, a blanket with Lily's face on it for <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> it's a little weird. <laughs> I don't know. But it's an option. Yeah, two things: book or creepy quilt. Yep. Or. Yeah, you blanket because you can only because quilts are sewn, and can you have a quilt that's? Can you <laughs> have a really hard about a, this. a knitted quilt? No. Okay. Yeah, a blanket. Yes. I got there. There you go. You did it. Um. Okay. Well, now we'll get to the saddest part. So we're going to be a somber. But also quick, like Band-Aid style. We don't really want to linger on this too long. If you get mad at us that we didn't pay our respects to Lily. We're going to have an entire episode. Just, yeah. To like, do that. there will be a funeral. So get over yourselves now. Right. Anyways, Doc comes by to tell Lily that Hope wants to talk to her because he thinks that Lily should tell Hope so many yeah, there's a lot of backs and forwards mm-hmm. there. And she's like, okay, yeah. I she's just... been calling me a lot. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, I just don't know how to tell her because Hope's my best friend. And I just don't want her to worry. And Doc, being the amazing, wonderful man that he is, he mm-hmm. says, don't worry what other people think. And Hope loves you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Doc so much. Me too. Doc should be my dad. Bye, Lee. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. You're kicked out. I have a new dad. He's <laughs> fictional. And he may actually not be the best role model. But. But I've hired him to play the part of dad in my life. In your autobiography turned musical. Yes. That everyone will flock to. Yes. Look out, Broadway. Broadway. Yeah, anyways. Tara made enchiladas. Yum. Yum. And invites Doc to stay for dinner. And Lily's like, yeah, you should stay. And then she's like, I'm going to go take a quick nap before dinner. And Tara turns to 
Doc and says, you know what? I think she seems better. And I've been praying for a miracle and I think it's finally happening. When Tara goes to wake Lily up for dinner, Lily doesn't wake up because we learn that she has died. And it's very, 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 very sad. Right. And then Doc goes and checks on her and Tara's like so sad and crying. And Doc just goes, she's gone. Mm hmm. Yeah. That was hard. I feel so bad for Tara. I know. Finding her mom like that. That's literally like my worst fear. Yeah. Is like being the one to discover someone is dead. Yeah, that would be really hard. So I feel for Tara in this situation. Right. Like that's just, uh, tore at every heartstring I had. Mm-hmm. Did I cry watching it? Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. Should we put a trigger warning on this episode? Uh, no. I don't think so. I, I think, think we'll that be fine. I Literally, the only people who listen to this are people who watch the show. Right. We don't have any randos who do not listen because of the... Er, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I got where you're going with that. No, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. Trigger warning. Sad. Sad. So sad. Luckily, we've had all season. Well, yeah, all yeah. season. Mostly. Most of the season. Since, like, mm-hmm. episode, like, three or four. No, because I think she told Mel... Was it episode one? Because that was the clicky? So, episode two. Oh. But I thought episode... We won't get into it. That's yeah. not fun. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, now we have to just see the aftermath. Yeah. What happens next? In the meantime, oh. should we get into our segments? Yes. Let's lift our spirits Let's a little bring bit. It up. That's what Lily wants. She doesn't want us to grieve. She wants us to keep on living. Exactly. I bet words. I know one thing <gasps> that what? Lily would want to know. What? Were there any votes? Lily, I'm so sorry to tell you while you're in the great beyond. There were no boats in this episode. There were so many water scenes and no boats. There were ample opportunities. The scene when Jack was looking out at the water, a boat could have gone by. Right. Jack or a boat could, could have, have been, been in a boat. Exactly. Oh, so mad. But no boats. No boats. Ugh, Never any lame. boats. All right. Should we, you know, we're... It's time for Crime Watch. All right. You know who's back at my number one? Mike. Yeah. I actually can agree with you now. Yes. I've always been wary of Mike. Just being a little too sus. Yes. He is way too involved in this case that he does not need to be involved with. He's not from Virgin River. He's only there because his friend was shot because he was the one that shot him. Ooh. No one is going to question the person running the investigation right. until it's too late. And DEA agents, whatever he is. He's, yeah, that's yeah, drugs. He's, yeah, which is why he was there for Calvin. They don't really investigate attempted murders. No, and like are they really allowed to like take over a town's I don't think Police so. Police station like that? I don't think so. Not when it's not like a, for like an actual case, I don't think. Yeah. I watched I don't a lot know. of Gangland. Okay. And they never did that in Gangland. And also, Brady bringing up that Mike did something, something questionable bad. and very bad that got, quote, blood on his hands, mm. which means Mike is no stranger to killing, probably. Probably. So, But I... Mike is always the hero and Brady's always the villain. Yeah. I think that Mike or Brady comes in to talk to Jack about, hey, I'm really sorry, blah, blah, blah. 
and then he leaves because Jack kicks him out. And they get in their little tiff. And then Mike comes in. Mike and Brady are passing. Mm-hmm. So Mike knew Brady was there. Okay, mm. following me. And then Brady is sitting outside. Mike thinks he's already been gone, but Brady is just really pondering his life choices, just like right outside. Mm-hmm. And he hears the gunshots. And so Brady knows it's Mike, but Brady can't do anything about it because he knows that Mike is bad Mm. and won't listen to him or like then will like extra hardcore pin it on Brady. Mm. Yeah. So that's my working theory. Interesting. I can get on board with that. Mm -hmm. My number one spot has gone back to a tried and true Todd. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's definitely up there. Yeah. Like. Why are you trying so hard to kick Jack out of this li- out of the life here, Todd? You've known Charmaine for approximately 2.5 seconds. And, like, you don't even know these babies yet. Why are you trying to do everything in your power to kick this man out of his children's life that you don't even know? Is it because you tried to murder him? Yes. Maybe. Yes, it is. I rest my case. Okay, and so to put it all together, the pieces of the puzzle here... Todd, we've said it before, runs a crime syndicate where he has several sub-tiers. You know, it's like how Disney has Disney World and Disneyland. You know, they have several things, but there's one president. Right. So Todd is the bad guy, the crime lord, if you will, of the drug business that Calvin is running Mm. and the fentanyl business, along with several other businesses like the wes incident with preacher yeah Ah. he was running that too so he's Mm. just you know in charge of all of these he's the the head honcho so he told mike to do it Ooh. and mike was like yeah i'll do it wow and all of them are overseen by bert yeah obviously bert's the ultra crime lord he's omnipresent if you will with the crime he wasn't there this episode that's suspicious Mm. this time around interesting yeah hmm, we'll just have to see mm-hmm. any anything else that you want to bring to the table during crime watch no i think that's all my crime at this moment yeah i would like to you know get more information about the preacher west storyline right let's please bring that back right like and, let's circle back to that one yeah and unfortunately i do know that we're not going to find out who killed jack by the end of this season i know i figured that one out by a couple of headlines yeah so i we're gonna have to wait until but oh did we say this yeah we manifested season four yeah we did that in the last episode so we are gonna now manifest that they're going to tell us immediately episode one season four hopefully manifest it manifestation yeah we out here manifesting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah that's crime this town is full of crime oh the crime literally this adult move to virgin river Joey, if you want to keep your children safe, do not move to Virgin River. Mm -hmm. Agreed. The more you know. Do, 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 do. Yes. Uh, What next? Uh, uh, There wasn't really any good fashion in this episode. No, Mel reverted to L.A. Mel. Which we love. Yeah, I prefer L.A. Mel to Virgin River Mel because Virgin River Mel tries too hard mm-hmm. she wears what she thinks she has to wear to live in virgin river mel 
be original be who be you are if you want to wear You're an your LA girl. chanel suit and your prada boots i don't even know if prada makes boots then wear it don't let the townspeople get you down exactly yeah there we go mm -hmm. fashion yes have some questions Woohoo! question corner <laughs> Why does Preacher have Lizzie, of all people, manning the smoker? <laughs> Don't know. It's dumb. Like, that's the most important job of a barbecue. Why is he not the one doing it? I like his feminism. Right. At least. You know, he said, I don't care if you are a 19-year-old Who has never woman. done this before. I'm going to do it because women can do anything men can do. Right. I do like how he messed with her, though, about how he lost all of his hair. And that she was, was like, so good. What? Yeah. Preacher, I didn't know you had it in you. Yeah, you had some jokes up in there. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I have no idea. Maybe he just wanted to keep her out of the restaurant. Maybe. How long do you think she was there? I don't know. All day? Because that's the other thing, too, is usually when you're, like, smoking meat like that, like... He would have had to start it like the day before and it should have been done by the time that they were serving it. He was smoking the cornbread at that point mm. because that's all that was in there. <laughs> Which is gross. Who smokes cornbread? Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Ew. Smoked meat, fine. Cornbread. But I don't want that to taste like smoke. No. I want sweet, delicious bread. Mm-hmm. I prefer a sweet cornbread. Mm-hmm. Savory cornbread? Not really. I like it like the the like a jalapeno a cheddar cheese. jalapeno mm -hmm. cornbread, but even that tends to have a sweet base to it. Yeah, at least here in Ohio. Yes, where we do we love in our sweet corn? We eat sweet cornbread. Where? What kind of cornbread do you eat? Oh, Let yeah. us know. You have any yeah. good recipes? Send them our way. Yeah, we'll try some cornbread recipes. If you think you have the best cornbread recipe, email us virginriverpod at gmail.com and we'll try them right or do the message thing yeah so there's a fun new feature on anchor uh it's probably not new but um it's new to us yeah if i have it linked at the in this episode description and you can leave us a voicemail yes so if you have a great family recipe for cornbread leave us a voicemail and tell us it yeah you have a minute to share whatever's on your mind if you want to roast us you can roast us we don't care right we love we it. We know we're young, but like, roast us. Go ahead, roast away. Um, yeah, I that I have nothing else to say about the Lizzie storyline. Yeah. Any other questions? Um, what kind of enchiladas did Tara make? In my mind, she made the kind of enchiladas my mom used to make, mm. which was a flour tortilla. Amazing. And you combine shredded chicken with cream cheese and uh taco sauce and it sounds gross but oh my gosh that it is good. so good it's White a very enchilada it's a very diet. midwest enchilada recipe i love it and i feel like farm they're going to eat more casserole type meals mm -hmm. something hearty stick mm -hmm. to the bones the yeah. filling yeah nothing too crazy yeah so that's what i think i have another question on here but i think i meant to add more to it and i just never did and it just says will jack ever learn <laughs> no he will not <laughs> no he will not 
<laughs> That's good. What a good question. <laughs> Will Jack Woo. ever learn? No. Alternate title option. Instead of life and death. Mm-hmm. Will Jack ever... I'll put it in parentheses. <laughs> Perfect. And that was my question. Oh, those are some good questions. Thank you. Now's the time where we wrap up the episode. We bring it all back together. That's right. We picked it apart, and now we put it back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, did you go first last I time? I think I did. Okay, so I'll go first this time. All right. Overall, I really liked this episode. It was very fast-paced which I appreciate because mm-hmm. some of these episodes can drag a little bit. This one really knew its time constraints and it knew how to pace the story. And I was very intrigued in almost everyone's story. Lizzie and Ricky, I, they need to up the ante with their storyline a, a little bit. Um, but I'm so glad that Mel and Jack got back together. Like, I knew Ish. it wouldn't last. I'm No, I'm saying they're back together. They're back together because you don't have a romantic moment like that unless you want to be with them forever. Okay? Mm. It's, it's canon. Okay. Um, I'm really, 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 really sad that Lily died. Mm-hmm. I think that the nice thing about this show is that they gave us a lot of of a warning beforehand it was not sprung on us no it was sprung that it would be this episode like i had no idea i thought it was going to be next episode Mm -hmm. but it did happen and it was really sad but she got to say goodbye to all of her friends one last time except for hope well that's true hope's gonna feel guilty now yeah that's two friends that she's had that's died of cancer now that she hasn't gotten to see yeah one through her own doing one through everyone else's i didn't even think about that the repercussions hope is going to have yeah that's gonna be Uh, rough um overall i think that my best my mvp of the episode was doc for giving Mm. such great advice he gave great advice to Doc, or Doc gave advice to himself. No, he gave great advice to Jack and told him, go get that girl. She's not weak. She is strong. You do you. And then he was there for all of the Lily stuff. He was there for Tara. I'm so glad that Doc was there, though. Right. I'm glad that Tara was not there by herself. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I think that would have made it 10 times worse. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Doc, for being there for Tara. In her time of need. Mm-hmm. And my least valuable person was Mike. Mm. Why are you starting bar fights with Brady of all people? We don't fight in Virgin River. We only, only love and look occasionally at murder. water and occasionally do crime. <laughs> So, yeah, Mike, I'm sorry. Get out of here. Also, like, second place is Ricky for not telling Lizzie. Don't Ooh. lie to your girlfriends. Yep. All right. That was all I... Oh, my grade. I'm giving this an A. Hmm. Your turn. Nice. Uh, overall, I agree for the most part with everything that you said. Uh, I thought it was a really good episode. Uh, definitely better than some of the other ones we've had this season. The last few minutes, for me personally, were really hard to watch, which... You know, maybe eventually we'll get into on the pod, but you never know. Um, But I thought they were really well done, really well handled. Like you said, I'm glad that, you know, Doc was there for Tara. 
I think they would have made it even worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was just a lot that happened in this episode. There was a lot of storylines as we listed them out at the beginning, trying to figure out which one to start with. Um, but all of them were good. All of them are interesting enough that kept my attention. I had a lot of notes, which doesn't always happen because sometimes when they're boring, I just stop taking notes. <laughs> um, and I just really liked it. So mm-hmm. I give this episode an A as well. <gasps> Overall ranking, this episode has an A. Ooh, we haven't had that in a while. No. Um, but for my least valuable person, we're going to start with that one. We're going to give it to Todd. Oh, of course. Right. I almost did Mike as well. But then I was like, mm. we're going to give it to Todd because he's forcing Charmaine into a life decision that she doesn't want to be a part of. He is making all of her decisions for her, and that's gross. No one likes that. No. So she get out of here, is Todd. losing her own voice. I know. So all sad. because she's so desperate for a man. Oh, poor Charmaine. Ugh, Charmaine. Be better. But also, Todd. Yuck. Don't be like this gross and then my most valuable was also doc he was really just on it today oh he yeah. was friends with muriel he was friends with lily he was doctoring he was i have a note in there that says doc is doctoring <laughs> and he was giving great advice so way to be doc way to be way to be and that's my thoughts vibes and opinions of this episode i loved it Thank you. I tried. Yeah. My phone was also just vibrating hardcore in my pocket. Uh, um, so, um, yeah, that's going to wrap up the episode today. This was season three, episode eight. We are almost done. Did Jack learn? <laughs> All right. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Virgin River Pod. We're exciting over there, I think. I don't know. We have our moments. Yeah. And again, don't forget to send us an email if you would like. VirginRiverPod at gmail.com. Write that down. Add us to your address books. Virtual yes. address books. Add us to contacts. Do it. Email right is like whenever. If you're like watching an episode and you have thoughts, type them out. We will read them. We love getting emails. And again, if you have any voice thoughts that you would like to share with us, you can go to you can go to anchor.fm slash virgin river pod and record a message. And the first person to leave us a message, we will put it in here and you can hear your voice on the podcast. Or if you don't want that, you can say, please do not put this on the podcast. Yeah, whatever. Um, so yeah. And, you know, like and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Do Le- that. Leave us some reviews. You know, the more reviews we get and likes we get on, uh, or stars we get on Apple means that you're more likely to see this pop up. We find more friends. Mm-hmm. Maybe people who don't watch the show might find it. That'd be fun. So, yeah, those were, you know, our housekeeping details. So, thanks so much for listening to our wonderful podcast. You are all wonderful people. Come back real soon to Virgin River where the internet is slow, but the gossip is fast.
Hi, I'm Caroline, and I am so young and inexperienced. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our podcast. I'm so immature, and I am just so bad at podcasting. I'm so young, and I... So flighty. I'm so flighty. I can't even podcast. Oh, I should just quit now. SMH. <laughs> <laughs>